This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. popular new person since the Levitard show has gone independent and that person is the one the only Cadison from Cameo. What's up my man? How are you guys? It's uh, an, a pleasure and an honor to be here. I'm very excited. Very excited. Well we're happy to have you. Uh, thanks for joining. So we're just going to kind of throw things around. That's usually the platform but first I want to start off with quick uh, introduction. Obviously you are the liaison for the show for Cameo, correct? I am, yeah. I have uh, stumbled into that role and I uh, think I'm doing a decent job so far, but a couple so roadblocks. Did you know about the show before this happened? When I say know about, I know you work in sports media. Did you know the show? Did you understand the show? Did you know that you were going to be harassed by a random person with a parody Twitter to join a podcast three days later? No, uh, to, to answer your last question, definitely not that at the very least. I was relatively familiar with the show. Um, you know, knew Dan Lebetard, was familiar with Stu Gotts. I will admittedly say I thought that was his name, Stu Space Gotts. Um, I think that's an easy one to quickly screw up. So learned that pretty quick. But yeah, I mean, I, I knew about Highly Questionable. So obviously I knew Poppy, Lebetard. But no, this is like a whole new world for me. And uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I've been listening to the podcast, trying to keep up. I mean, these guys are pushing crazy content like very quickly. So it's been tough for me. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it's been cool. It's been a fun ride so far. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good gig to stumble into, I would think. And of course, we're being a little biased considering we made an entire show about a show. But uh, what I'm going to do is just kind of throw it around and introduce you to the team one by one, let them ask some questions. Obviously, we, we don't want this to be too structured. And whenever we take too long, tell us, shut up. You can literally do a cutthroat. It's all good. Um, but what we'll do is just kind of let this free form into whatever it becomes. So as always, uh, Pam Demick, do you want to go first? 
uh, on your question? I'll go first. Let's shoot. Hey, Cadison, how are you? I'm good. Was it Pamdemic or Pam? Pam. Like nice. it's my name is Pam, and we're in a pandemic, so I've become pandemic. I love it. Um. Okay. So Not the pandemic part. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird, but I get it. Um. I am one of your customers. I purchased a Stugatz cameo last Tuesday. Um, it expired today without me receiving it. Oh. So, <laughs> yep. So um, I tweeted it out and I tweeted the show and they quote tweeted me and I became Twitter famous for a couple of hours today and which is better than getting a cameo from Stugatz if we're going to be honest. Like, I don't blame you. Like, I've never had this much of a following in my life to even where my teenage daughter was like, Mom, that's a lot of likes on one tweet. So that's good. Um, my question is, were you prepared for the level of um, nonsense that Stu Gotts would bring? He's going to get a ton of cameo requests and he's not going to fill them. Like, we knew that. I knew mine was never coming. Were you prepared for that? So, you know, ever since I've been introduced to this Levitard Nation world is I'm slowly learning more and more about each character. And uh, definitely the one I'm learning the most about would be Stu Gotts with, uh, with good reason. I mean, um, you know, he talked about it on the initial podcast, how uh, he, he wanted to kind of set the price at whatever. Um, I always push to start on the lower end because you want to generate that demand, but obviously he blew right past that. Um, and yeah, he's, uh, he's got a ton of these backlogged, which is why you're starting to see these expirations today, since I think he joined on the fifth. So today is the first day of expirations. And uh, yeah, I kind of woke up to like uh, a Twitter mirage. I definitely saw your post. I saw uh, Lebitard, Reddit calling him out. I was crying all day, but yeah, I I've been on him. I called him over the weekend. I'm like, Stu, I gotta be honest. You're making me a little nervous. You've got a lot of cameos and you really haven't completed <laughs> any. It's been like a little over a week now. So, uh, I'm, I think I'm going to need you to start completing those. And I got the affirmation from him. He said, Addison, I'm going to get every single one of them done. Don't you worry. I promise you. And I'm, that's when I started to get a bit skeptical because I see that he's got like 300 in his hopper and I'm like calculating, okay, he can maybe do a couple of these a minute. It's like a lot of fucking minutes that's going to require Stu Gotts to do something that maybe he doesn't necessarily want to do first and foremost. Um, but no, I mean, it, it looks like he's completing a ton more. Uh, shout out to, to you guys, Lebitard Nation. Is there a name for you guys, by the way? Universe, Lebitard Universe. Lebitard Universe. I will not screw that up anymore. I promise you that. <laughs> or yeah, Lebitard Lebitard universe. Any of us Lauer Rangers. I think any super fan could be called a Lauer Ranger. All right, good. Yeah. Lauer Shout Rangers. out to Juju Gotti, the, the originator of that. But yeah, the, the Lebitard Universe is everybody. It's not just us. We want to make sure that includes every person that's probably tried to find you over the last week um, on the internet. I yeah, did not yeah, DM so you today when it expired. I want the record to show. I thought, I thought, you know what? I'll DM Addison. I didn't do it. I, you know what? That's actually, I feel like that's the next evolution of this is when people start kind of realizing what my Twitter and social media is. 
I'm going to start getting harassed as opposed to probably everybody in Stugatz's DMs. Um, I'll gladly take it. I mean, I could use some Twitter clout. Um, and you guys are awesome. I mean, like, again, Levitard Nation, you guys are the reason Stugatz is starting to complete his cameos. Um, he is fully the reason he didn't complete those today and let a ton expire. So oh, two yeah. things. Um, one, thank you. And I, this shows you how comfortable I get. I said uh, Pamdemic because that's my nickname, but that is Pamela Lace at Halloween Basic on Twitter. So good question. But I need two things. Can somebody take pen and pad? I want to note every time he calls it Levitard Nation so that we can tell him how many times he got this wrong at the end of the show. <laughs> and second off, uh, no, you're absolutely right. Everything that you said when you got affirmation from Stugatz, that is an oxymoron. There is no such thing. It doesn't exist. There is no affirmation from Stugatz. But we look forward to watching you be publicly upset. And we apologize for when we expose our 20 listeners to your Twitter account. Uh, no, but I'm, I'm all over it. You are the people I want to associate myself with going forward. Perfect. Ooh. We will take it. Yeah, so, that's going to be a mistake. <laughs> let's take it to not only ours, but probably the world's only Jaguars fan, uh, Barrett from Duval. Yo, Addison, I need a couple of lists out of you. I'm sure you've worked with some divas. And the first list is your top three divas that you've worked with. Ooh, that's a good one. I feel like it's kind of a sellout if I put Stugatz in there this early. I want to give him a little more of a chance. That'd be a prisoner of the moment answer. It'd be a prisoner of the moment answer. He's, I would have him coming off the bench, so I'm not going to put him on this list. You know what? I'm going to go the first one that instantly came to mind. I don't know if anybody's a big NBA fan, but uh, Ben Gordon. Uh, little, little tough to deal with. I, I'm a big Bulls fan. I'm a Chicago guy, by the way. Um, I, I actually brought a 3-1-2 on the show so we could kick back, relax. I see Kiz drinking. Jeff, I love that. Let me crack this for you guys. Cheers. Nice. Um, I'm going Ben Gordon one. I mean, the guy has no idea how to set a price. Um, love You're talking about the two guard, right? The athletic, the athletic two guard. Yeah. The two guard. Yeah. The guy that did the hold my nuts thing for, for the bulls. Uh, pretty iconic moment in, in Chicago sports history there. Um, yeah. Ben Gordon, probably at the one, I think he joined and I'm like, Hey, you know, you don't have much social, like let's get a few of these under your belt. Let's start low. Let's do like, you know, 25, 30 bucks. He's like, nah, $7.50. I'm like, oh, $7.50. Not bad. Even better. He's like, no, $750. Bucks. I'm like, yo. <laughs> I, can't, I can't really like, you know, tell him to his face like, hey, nobody's going to book you at that. I could hint as well as I could. Um, and I think he got a little bit upset. So you got to just not- let him take that ego blow. Yeah, In the future, I- just be like, all right, fine. And nobody yeah. will book you. I, I was going to say, hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast because uh, this might I come- almost promise you he does not. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we have a solid following of like 20 and the other 10 are not in this Zoom right now. So you're good. <laughs> great, great. I mean, let's see. Someone else that comes to mind, it's tough to deal with the older talent, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, a lot of them can't even like open up an iPhone, let alone go into an app, press record on a cameo, say everything they need to say, press stop on the recording. Um, 
So I, I found myself more and more teaching these, you know, grandparents how to use technology, not just Cameo, uh, which could be a little bit of a drag. I won't name particular names because it's nobody huge, but th there's, there's a couple out there. One of them is in like the outdoors space. So uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What are you doing? Are you not yeah. going to answer the question? <laughs> All right, fine. Babe Winkleman is his name. <laughs> I actually know who that is. Who said that? Me. Oh, that's Jeff. He's like a hunter fisherman type guy. Yeah, big, big outdoorsy guy. Great attitude. But literally, when I tell you this guy tries to call me once a day, he tries to call me once a day. And it's it's a little tough. So Jeff, I might need to like hire you and to help me out. You could be my babe guy. Nah, nah, I'm good on that. All right, Jeff. <laughs> I have a feeling Jeff, even though younger, would absolutely out talk this old man about fish. You don't want to be part of that one way conversation. That's ever. probably true. Yeah. Yeah, that would help. Jeff, I'll get your contact info later. Right. So that's top two. I think you owe Barrett a third. Yeah, yeah. Th this is a tough one. I'm, I'm trying to think of like a bigger name for you guys. Um, so like, I, you know, I work at different capacities with some of these people. Some of them I'm talking to them directly. Some of them I'm going through a manager. Sometimes I'm going through their wife or another family member. Um, so it, it's tough to come up with some instances. Um, ooh, my third cameo diva. We've got Ben Gordon at the one, Babe Winkleman at the two. Let's go. Hmm. This is good radio, me just sitting down thinking here, right? You well, you can you can it's save okay. it and we can get on to the next one. And if it ever just comes to you throughout the rest of it, just throw it out there. A good tease. How's that sound? Let, let me think good on podcast. it. I, I want to try and get a good answer for you. I have something coming to mind. It's not necessarily a diva, but more of like an overall process type of type of guy. Um, who, who is it? Want that one? Is that yeah, okay if I substitute sure. that in? Um, okay, so this one is more like uh, he was a tough to track down fella. He's pretty intimidating. Former football player, Hall of Famer, uh, former Super Bowl champ. Eli I Manning. Actually, what's that? No, I just said Eli Manning. Yeah, no, I wish. Hopefully that's soon. Stu Gotts has got to try to hook that up. I feel like he might know him somehow. Um, no, this guy was Ray Lewis. So met him at an event. Um, somehow I, I, I had the balls to just go right up to him and say, Hey, I'm Addison. I work for cameo. Like if you got one minute, I'd love to just give you a little rant here, tell you what it's all about, why you'd be a perfect fit. So, I mean, not necessarily a diva, definitely not calling Ray Lewis a diva in, in any sort of regard. Um, but that was kind of, that was the first time I was talking to a talent and I could like feel it in my cojones. Like this guy just stared deep into my soul. No, that's good. Thank you. All right. So my second list that I'm requiring from you is if your fingers turned into condiment dispensers, and those would be the five condiments that you had for the rest of your life, what would those five condiments be? It's funny you ask that. I'm actually waiting on my Chick-fil-A to order any minute now. So at the one, which I'm going my pointer finger, because that's easily most accessible I probably have the best precision on that one. I'm going Chick-fil-A sauce. Gotta be at the one. Um, I'm just gonna go like a tangy bar, actually not even tangy, any sort of barbecue sauce as the middle finger. I like having that next to the Chick-fil-A sauce to combine them depending on what I'm putting it on. Um, 
Ooh, now it gets a little difficult. I'm a big condiment guy. I do like this question. You only get five. All right, so I've got Chick-fil-A, barbecue. I'm gonna go honey mustard, similar to a Chick-fil-A, but it's a little more versatile. You know, I could use it on a sandwich. I could use it on a sausage, uh, maybe a hot dog if I wanna get crazy, but honey mustard at the three. Um, the four, ooh, man. I wish I kind of got some of these before. I would have studied up. I'm going to go blue cheese. I'm a huge wing Ooh. guy, so I need something, and I'm fully team blue cheese. Get out of here with that ranch. Blue cheese Whoa. all day, every time. Yeah. Oh, the worst. And we thought your your best take was going to be that Ray Lewis was an annoying diva, which will be our post whenever we share the <laughs> podcast. That, yeah, that, that became the headline grab. That's the headline grab. And then finally, I think I've got the thumb left. This has got to be a good one. Um, something powerful. I'm going to kick it back to the wing theme and go buffalo sauce. I love chicken. Obviously, chicken wings I've already gotten into. I need some sort of buffalo sauce to make any sort of regular chicken into something fun. So we've got Chick-fil-A sauce, barbecue, blue cheese, Ooh, did I forget one? Honey, honey mustard, mustard and buffalo for sure. Did Thank I miss you for anything? your time, Addison. I appreciate meeting you, man. Absolutely. Duval, baby. Trevor Lawrence. Duval! You have no idea how much I appreciate that. Do not encourage him. <laughs> Barrett's the new favorite, by the way. Just putting that out there. <laughs> he He's always been ours. Out of so three? What, one tip for... <laughs> <laughs> Speaks volumes for the first two. Hey. No, so one uh, one tip for, for the future, whenever you do rankings with anybody from the show, instead of doing off the bench, just call it one for fun. So Stu Gotts is your one for fun because that's what he likes to do whenever there's a ranking there. It's always the one that's actually not good. They're just there to be the wild card. Uh, but outside of that, Barrett, uh, great job. We're going to throw it out to Jeff, the person who had uh, obviously an opinion you agree with already. What's up, Jeff? How's it going, Addison? Um, so my question, I guess it was originally based on how I anticipated Stu Guts to treat this cameo thing and, and still think it's the long plan. Um, but how often, or have you experienced anybody who signs up and then just keep signing up enough people underneath them where they get a cash flow that they're comfortable with and then just kind of check the hell out? And is there a requirement to participate in order to get those referral fees? So and also, but wait, I'm sorry, Addison, because we're going to do this. We're going to, yeah. Who, who's, what is that that we are all just getting to awkwardly hear? Because I'm just curious of whose animal is. Go ahead. Oh, Addison. that's probably my, that's probably my. Go ahead. I, we I was all confused because it sounded like chains and balls. And, yeah. Uh, like yeah. I was sorry. It was, it was Go ahead, dog's Addison. collar. Yeah, no, I, that's a perfect question. And it's funny you asked that because it actually happened with, it might've been Stu Gotts's link. Um, somebody came through, let's just say his names, you know, Mark Jacobs or whatever. I'm not a designer guy. I don't know why that first came into my mind. That was super weird, but we're going to call him Mark Jacobs is the fan. He signs up for Cameo using Stu Gotts's referral code. So I hit up Stu Gotts. I'm like, yo, uh, Mark signed up. Just want to let you know he's under your umbrella. You're getting that 5%. He's like, who? I'm like, Mark Jacobs. Like, didn't he just use your code? Is, is he not on the show? And Stu Gotts, like, 
you guys are going to love this, but Stugatz literally goes, oh, yeah, he, he might be. I'm not really sure. But uh, yeah, yeah, let, make sure he's under, <laughs> under my umbrella. So, I, so I, I contact the guy and I'm like, hey, Mark, uh, saw you signed up with Stugatz's code. Um, I just wanted to know, are you a fan or are you part of the show? And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm like, dude, you signed up as talent. Like, how did you even know that? Um, so, yeah, he cracked the code on that one. I had to delete his profile real quick, and he re-signed up as a fan. But that's happened before in the past. I think we had some sort of rapper didn't know what the referral code was. He thought it was kind of for everyone to sign up for Cameo when it's really just for other celebrities. Uh, so he tweeted it out and we got like a one day, just an influx of fans signing up like hundreds. And it was kind of a shit show, uh, but great question, Jeff. That's a good one. Right on. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it, Jeff. So you mentioned the word rapper and that just threw me into one thing I did notice. I just wanted to bring up. Uh, I was stalking you for a while, obviously. You had an Instagram post of you and Waka Flocka oh. taking a selfie. And he's got to be one of the most high energy like best people that's not known as in either way i don't want to get into it. he's dope so outside of waka is there another artist musically that you have met through your career that out does that just from a unique standpoint okay so i met waka this was actually before my cameo time i was uh studying abroad in college uh in florence italy great semester ton of fun did absolutely no studying which was awesome uh, Waka comes to town one of the first nights that we're there to perform at, you know, the popular club that we went to, uh, raged face. It was awesome. I mean, very intimate, like not many people in this club and Waka's just like on top of us, sweating our balls off till like four or five in the morning, you know, typical stuff that goes down in Italy on a late night. Um, and I somehow, I mean, I was, I was pretty hammered, obviously being out that late being, you know, a junior in college studying abroad. And I, I don't know, one thing led to another and somehow I got into his back room after the show where he's just like ripping blunts. He's got ladies all over his lap, you know, <laughs> white dudes like me coming up to him asking for a picture. <laughs> so that's the context of the Waka photo. Um, definitely one of my better celebrity uh, encounters, I would say. But no, in terms of cameo, I'm more so like just on the sports side. I haven't dealt with many artists or uh, actors or whatnot. It's pretty much just kind of athletes, um, some coaches, you know, sports personalities, obviously, like what's connected me to all of you beautiful people. Um, but yeah, Waka, that was, uh, that was a fun night for sure. All right, duly noted. So just extracurricular activity uh, overseas led to a Waka Flocka photo. So now I throw it to probably one of our most efficiently humorous people within our uh, Levitard nation, as we call it now, is Jeanette, who had a question for you. So Jeanette, go ahead. And Jeanette, you're on mute. This is only the most professional thing you'll ever be a part of, Addison. So I just want you to <laughs> soak it, it all in. in. Yeah, like make sure you never forget a moment of this. <laughs> go Trust ahead, me. Jeanette. I, I, I work with Stugatz. There's a, there is another level of professional that, uh, that I've witnessed before. Hi, Jeanette. Hi. Um, so the question that I had is, um, I was unaware that Cameo also <laughs> um, had a following amongst the celebrity animals so that 
people can request them from animals. So um, is there, I know that you do, uh, you're primarily sports, but if there could be a, you know, a mascot that let's say came to life and you could get that mascot to be on Cameo, who would it be? Ooh, Ooh okay. So wait, I, the mascot comes to life and then joins Cameo? Or is it kind of one of those like mascots holding up the sheets of paper instead of talking sort of thing? Because that's what our mascots do right now. No, it gets to like talk. It's an exclusive talking mascot that wants to be on Cameo. So which animal mascot would it be? Or just any mascot of any team that you think would be like super cool for you guys to have? Yeah, no, that's that's a very good question. And um, also, can I get that referral? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're signing up under my umbrella, though. I'm not giving Stugatz anything. There's uh, a Stugatz and Addison. As long as I get that 5% from this mascot, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, ooh, 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 okay. I had one that come to mind. I didn't want to choose something boring because like I need a little pizzazz if I'm gonna bring them to life and then they join Cameo. Like we need them as big of a hit as like Stugatz is. So I'm gonna go, I think it's the um, US or UCSB banana slugs. Am I, am I getting that right? Does, can anybody confirm for me? I think it's the Santa Barbara banana slugs. Um, I mean, that just seems like such a humor fool. You know, he's just like dripping all over the place. He's probably an absolute mess to be around. The cameos would be literal gold. I bet you weren't expecting that. She wasn't. And she also, for the second time, forgot she was on mute. So we are crushing it on the Jeanette side. But the best thing about her being on mute was I think you hit your target audience with that answer because I think only the person that asked a question had any clue what you were talking about as I stared into a bunch of confused faces on my computer but uh, at least Jeanette recognized it so you, you hit your target audience there. I'm pretty sure it's a thing I, I I don't know why that came to mind but that's like one of my all-time favorite mascots I mean it's a banana slug how could it not be? It only makes sense it only makes sense all right so next up what we're going to do is we're going to throw it up to um Mike Ryan fan account, who it seems like he's focused in on this. So let's go, uh, Murph. What's up, Addison? What's up, Murph? How are you? I'm good. So if you had to pick a, a sports mascot to take on five Velociraptors in the game of NBA basketball, what mascot would you pick and why? I'm going to be open and honest with you. I, uh, I did my research on this podcast, actually, because I got a little nervous when I got the invitation. I'm like, I need to listen to at least like an episode to understand what's going on here. Um, and I'm glad I did, because if I joined this Zoom and I saw a classroom full of Levitard universe, universe, not nation, Good Levitard call. universe folk, I, it, I don't know. I would have pissed myself, maybe. You guys are a little intimidating, but now we're all boys. So uh, real happy to be here. Um, but yeah, I did listen to a recent podcast where you asked that and it, it got me thinking. I have to go with the hometown guy, Benny the Bull. I mean, really, as a mascot, there's nothing he can't do. You know, he's quick. He could jump over people. I mean, he's funny, which I don't think would really come into play when playing basketball versus five velociraptors. But like after the game, if you wanted to chill with him, I think he's a pretty cool dude. And my final point would be. Obviously, it's one on five, you know, I need somebody who could get buckets. 
And I don't know if any of you have seen Benny the Bull's halftime shenanigans or, you know, during a timeout, but this dude could hit from anywhere on the court backwards. So I have all the faith in the world that Benny the Bull could just kind of toss something up behind his head, drain a three here or there. Um, and obviously he could jump out of the gym. So I don't really see the Velociraptors getting any sort of buckets on him. So yeah, Benny the Bull, without a doubt. Yeah, that one might go six. I like that. Good, great visuals. Thank you, Addison. No problem, Murph. Nice to meet you. I like He's that answer homer. even better. He's a homer. That's a homer <laughs> answer. No, I like it even better because he said he studied us, and for some reason he turned this into a five-on-one basketball game. <laughs> and he still had that much confidence in his mascot. Like It's supposed to be five-on-five. Five. He's like, no, I don't need the other four in my mascot. I'll just take this one. See, and, I think, uh, that, I think that adds another dimension because like a velociraptor, they've got those tiny arms as it is. So they probably deserve more guys than a regular human mascot. You know, the typical mascot has, I think, human-like arms. Um, so you got to factor that in. But yeah, I didn't pick up on that at first. Oh man, a basketball handicap. I like it. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you, Eric, for the great question that never fails us. Uh, we're going to throw it to the professional mayor. Mayor, what you got? That is unprepared. How are you doing, uh, Addison? Good for good to have you with us. I'm, I'm uh, good. I do have a question, and I'm I'm sorry I jumped in late, so hopefully I'm not uh, repeating something or saying something's already covered. I I want to know what the minimum threshold for somebody getting onto uh, cameo is. And I know you're working with sports guys. Like, has there ever been a guy that you've had to go sorry? you know, you're the third string guard for, you know, this team and, and you're just not, you're not good enough. No, 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 no. Let me, let me jump in here. I'm going to, there, cause <laughs> Addison, there's a, uh, there's a little saying in the, in this universe called there's a little Stugats in everyone. And we're here to have a little Stugats in us. Cause I'm, I'm here on the, the cameo website and I'm going to, I'm going to bury Louie crown for no reason at all. Louie claims to be a TikTok star uh -oh. and he goes for three bucks a pop. Now, I don't know about um, Louie on TikTok, but Louie on Twitter has 77 followers. Do you know how many followers our podcast has? Much a more. Lot, a lot more than fucking Louie. <laughs> 78. So get <laughs> Thanks for the plug there, Jeff. 2,800. But if you include... Mark, aka Reddit, <laughs> we have a combined over 120,000 followers. Damn. Addison, how do we make this happen? You've got me thinking. I mean, it could be fun where it's like when you guys are in this Zoom, having somebody record it that way. And then it's like not really a cameo from one of you, but all of you. I was going to say, <laughs> is there is there like a a group on cameo that like you can say, okay, I want to do this podcast or whatever. And then like one of any of one of them can do it. Or does it have to be like, cause I see there's like spouses and stuff on there. Does that mean both spouses have to be in the video or could it be one of them? Technically it could be one of them, but if oh, we got, we, we can make this happen, Addison. <laughs> if they're going as far to set up the account, I, I think a lot of bands do it. Couples from like the bachelor do it. If they're going as far as setting up that account separate from their own personal account, they're usually going to do it together. Um, going back to Matt's original question, by the way, great shirt. Is that a Shrewd Farm shirt? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. 
Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Amazing. Ah, uh, you beat me to it, Addison. That's what I was doing. <laughs> there it is. But yeah, in terms of the threshold, obviously, if you're like scrolling through Cameo, there probably looks like there's not much. Technically, we look for anywhere from at least like 10 to 20K on Instagram at the very least. Um, you know, I'm dealing with a bunch of athletes where they may not necessarily have that following on social, but they're part of like a greater team and fan following. So it's typically worth it to get any athlete on the platform. As for whatever the hell this TikToker kid's name was, not really sure how the hell he got through. That was probably some coworker of mine trying to uh, hit quota at the end of the month. Uh, so I don't know if he's been booked. We might need to try him though, book him right now and see what he would produce for us. I'm not well, giving if we him. Follow that same load, if we want to follow that same logic as Drake, between me and uh, Hank Aaron, we have 755 home runs. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's got 70 reviews. So, yeah. Those TikTok kids are wild. I, I don't understand it, but I didn't understand the Levitard universe before getting here. So, we can all learn something, I guess. Growth growth in life uh, i like the idea of uh, drake turning us into like the bone thugs of harmony of uh cameo where it's like we're just this large group that continues to add people and then you get really upset when wishbone is all you get and you're like no phlegm we can only record on the first of the month oh <laughs> it's the first of the month yeah we got the joke thanks kish you're welcome uh <laughs> that's for the young the younger people though Oh, that's true. That, yeah, that's going to help them Google it. For what uh, I kids listen. I was going to say, Kish is 14 and a half and a half. And the most beautiful 14-year-old ever. So cut that, right. from the po- cut that from the pod. Yeah. <laughs> so one, let's give credit to Addison for the key uh, focus because Drake, uh, with a great question, when he interrupted Mayor, I had forgot what Mayor had asked because I was so involved in trying to figure out how we could get on Cameo. So thank you for helping me control this entire podcast, Addison. Uh, so from there, what we're going to do is we're actually going to throw it out to Kish, who f- decided to show off his vocals for us. So go ahead, Kish. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed that. Um, so I was going to ask you a serious question about you know how you determine celebrity, but Mayor Matt just stole that, um, as he should, because he's better than me at everything. And um, anyways, I have a, a much more actually serious question, an important question to ask. Um, would you ever eat a penguin? And if so, how would you prepare it? Are we talking spit roast? Are we talking putting on a deep dish Chicago style pizza? What are we thinking here? Yes, uh, I'm going to get out right ahead and say I would try the penguin. Um, I think instant thing that came to mind for me in terms of prep or how I would like to enjoy him is similar to that of a kebab. Uh, he's kind of got that body of like that big old meat slab that you put on the, uh, I don't even really know what to call it, but I basically want to take the penguin's head, feet, and arms off, give me just the body, put it on a stick, and just let it rotate above some sort of fire. And then occasionally I'll just shave off a little penguin maybe put it into a nice pita, um, throw some tzatziki on there. Even though I didn't put that on my fingers, that would have helped in this situation. Um, I feel like buffalo sauce could definitely go well with some penguin. It's got to be chewy, though, I'd imagine. I feel like the Euro-style penguin is actually an answer I've never heard. Right? And I think that's a great answer, yeah. Like, that would probably soften it up, make it nice and tender, any kind of chewiness. 
um, some of the fattiest probably, you know, really, really soak in and you can really just enjoy and be more umami. Oh my God. Uh, I mean, penguins are thick. Like that's gotta be some good meat there. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever box one though? Ooh. Like put on gloves and you know, one, two punch, or are you not about that life? See, I'm a lover, not a fighter. First and foremost, that's for sure. I, I should have entered like that just to get that out and into the ether. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I wouldn't fight the penguin because um, low key, I mean, he's got boys, you know, you never see one penguin just like hanging out. He's always got, you know, he's either with a buddy walking around, straying away from the pack or he's with the whole pack, which is like thousands of them. So, you know, you're not going to trap me with would I box the penguin because uh, I know his boys are going to come come for me. And who's who's amongst those boys? None other than the king penguin, the emperor. I do not want to fuck with that guy. I promise you that. You don't either, Kiz. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't mess with that. I mean, yeah. that's a heady play right there. And, you know, you got to make sure, you know, that you understand that none of these penguins are endangered. So Peter can't come after us. You know, we're just getting the random penguins that are in abundance. There's many, many species. All right, Peter. <laughs> Jeanette is absolutely loving this. I mean, <laughs> you have a pet penguin or something. She looks mortified, but also adoring go ahead, Jeanette. You, Jeanette do you have a pet penguin uh no um maybe someday when you know um my my money comes in from cameo totally i'll get a penguin <laughs> but until then uh dare to dream let me know when you do get one <laughs> for those not listening we got the best uh over exaggerated wink from addison that we'll ever get credit to you also because i think you're the first person to make kids scared of penguins he has a he has been continuing to tell us he could take out the entire world of penguins for months now. So thank you for talking him off of the ledge. Yeah, you, right. you got to think broader picture there. I mean, you know, maybe you could take one down. Again, they're pretty thick. I think it would take much more might than you think. And then you've got the whole squad coming after you. So no, you're not getting me with that question. All right, so I think we, we've hit everybody, but before that, and I mean, obviously, like I said, you literally tell us whenever you're ready to go, but um, I like the format of asking questions, but I also like the format of you just kind of getting able to explain. And we asked a lot of Stu Gatz questions. So I'm going to jump in here and just ask some general questions. And honestly, it's not a big deal if you say, hey, I got to go. We're not going to take you too long. But Billy Gill, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to Lou. I just have one question. Oh, Lou, did you have a question? I apologize. I was waiting for uh, my rant <laughs> to get to you. No, I do. I, um, I'm, it's going to go back to Stugat's question. You probably, I want to know how soon into the conversation did you realize that Stugat's was lying to you about everything? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, definitely not the first conversation. The first conversation was, I mean, magical. He was talking it up. He was, he was saying how big we're going to blow this up, how, how amazing Cameo is and how he's been waiting for this for years. Uh, which he actually has. He's definitely wanted to come on for years. I know that. Um, but no, it was probably uh, right around this morning, I think, is when it started to settle in. Once I started seeing about 50 to 100 expired videos, um, Stu Gatz isn't making me money by doing that. So wasn't necessarily too pleased with it. But uh, it looks like he's back completing these. Hopefully we won't get any more expirations tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, it was probably this morning. It started to really settle in. Did he hit you with a listen, buddy? 
<laughs> I've gotten numerous of those for sure. <laughs> for sure. When I called him over the weekend and I said, Hey, to be honest, I need you to, you're, you're making me nervous. I got the listen buddy before I could even finish that sentence. Listen, buddy, I'm, I'm headed out to the links today. We're playing a four and a half hour round of golf. You have no idea how many cameos I'm going to knock through. And I'm like, Oh, amazing. Like cameos from the golf course. Unbelievable. It's the perfect idea. Nope. Uh and then my other question has what's like the most amount a, a, a celebrity or someone has gotten like the day they joined on. So like, you know, that person joined and this person got 3000 hits instantly. Yeah. Honestly, Stugatz got pretty close. Um, I would have to ask for an official historical statistic on that, but from my mind, um, Stugatz might've gotten the most, cameos booked in a 24-hour period I think he got like close to 250 maybe um obviously he's let about half of those expire already so hopefully he's gonna get to the other 150 but he's gonna do those for free yeah <laughs> so I'll are wait. you aware yeah I was gonna say are you aware that um so Miss Pam Pandemic at Halloween Basic are you aware she is the one that Dan Levitard had to retweet and quote today as a, an official apology because of Stugatz not doing this. Have you not listened to the damn show, Frank? He said he did. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. I apologize. So I became Stugatz there. No, <laughs> I honestly did not. I apologize. No, I she, was on my phone. I wasn't listening. She kicked, <laughs> kicked us off with that. She was flexing about how she has Twitter clout now. She probably has more followers. Yeah. Oh, I heard the first part. I didn't know if you knew that that was the point of the retweet. I apologize. I didn't know oh, that yeah, detail. Yeah. Put but, her own cameo. Right. Oh yeah, well, we have a cameo. We have a cameo here in the end for uh, Good Addison, but uh, or a cameo bit. But um, Mayor Matt, you had a question that I think was hinting to where I was going to before I completely forgot about our merchandise maker. So, what was your question? Yeah, thanks. Uh, just kind of a follow up as you were leading away from the Stugat stuff, but I'd like to know which one of the shipping container guys has surprised you the most by their popularity and their quality of video. Great question. So I actually just learned the shipping container. So that would be everybody outside of Dan and Stugatz. Yes? Yes, we'll go yep. with that. All right, we'll go with that for now. Thank you, Mayor Matt. Um, yeah, I, that's a tough one. So what? So far, we've gotten Billy, Greg and Chris Cody, um, Juju Roy. joined, Roy. Roy. Who am I missing? I feel like that's I'm missing. It. Charlie Hume just got on. You did oh, just get on. Yeah. Actually, hold on. I think I think for a fan base though, we we want to exclude Juju and Charlie here, right? I think we want to kind of stick to. Unless you want to hear more, I don't want to control your question, Mayor. But I'm just thinking. I don't know if I really desire the opinion of Charlie Hume, who literally just joined. Like, not that it's Charlie, but is there time I, to build the opinion? Trust, of trust me, I wasn't naming those fools anyway. Um, I, I feel like I gotta go. I gotta go, Greg Cody. I mean, he came in hot. I assume you all saw his intro video. He basically called himself the world's cheapest male prostitute. And from that day forward, I think he was my favorite. Um, uh, up until midday, I think he had done the most cameos and made the most money. Ever since you guys started bullying Stugatz online, he actually did start completing more. So he just passed Greg today. Um, but yeah, I got to go with Greg. I mean, you're paying him what? 40 50 bucks and he's given you maybe eight seconds of semi-quality stuff that you'll maybe laugh at 
I mean, you got to respect that, you know, that that's, that's a new type of asshole. And I love that in the right, nicest perfect. of ways, yeah. in the nicest of ways. I saw some reactions from <laughs> the crowd here. That's like, Whoa, why'd we bring this no. guy? No, that's the, that's the, the perfect wanna, answer. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Calling, calling Greg Cody an asshole is more perfect than I think, you know, because, uh, that's exactly what he called Mike Ryan, uh, the last, uh, post game show. But I also wanted to do the, his son's thing where he moonwalks in the zoom to show you that you were walking back your take. So don't walk it back Just stand by it and we'll call it a day. But, um, one thing I'm going to ask, and then I'm going to throw it back to Lou, who, um, I meant to include earlier so hey Billy, Flem, i got a question i hate to interrupt just... you but after you ask your question can i go ahead and change the entire premise of it like you did mine <laughs> oh yeah absolutely i apologize uh thank you for that go ahead <laughs> noted so for billy gill just how awkward is he actually he's been a pretty good dude um He's probably been the easiest to deal with so far. I've only had to update him, I think, twice that he has a few orders expiring, uh, which is less than all of the other guys. Um, and he's doing pretty well. I mean, we've got, I think, the rankings right now. Stugatz is at the top. Uh, the Cody boys are right below him. And then we've got Billy heading up the rear, uh, almost, almost catching up to those Cody boys. It, it's going to take a little bit. He joined a few days late. Uh, but he's been easy to deal with. Should I be expecting something coming? Billy is the best. I, I, I love Billy. I don't even care if he ever sends me it. I don't care. Billy's the best. No, he's Billy is a fan. I wouldn't ask about Billy if I – oh, look at the Mayor Matt. So those listening, Mayor Matt just put on the Guillermo Mafia hat. So uh, Billy Gill, Guillermo Mafia, and shout out to his fan Twitter account. But, uh, yeah, no, I think most of us love Billy more than anything, which is why I wanted to hear it. I wanted to just hear how awkward he was about talking business, money, things of that nature. But maybe he's used to it because he went years without being paid by Stugat. So you know. <laughs> he was definitely hesitant to join. Um, I had to push him the slightest amount. But I mean, he saw how much these other guys are making. And I mean, speaks for itself, you know, pretty good call by Billy. Cool. So what we'll do is um, right before we throw it to Lou, I'm going to deliver an official apology to Mayor Matt because he didn't get to hear a hot take about Juju or Charlie Hume, who is what everybody comes here for. No, but uh, honestly, didn't mean to step on the question, but now what we're going to do is we're going to pass it over to Lou. So Lou, uh, go ahead with our final, um, final question. And then Addison, let's try to get the best out of you, but go ahead, Lou. Not a question. So uh, we do something kind of neat on this show. Um, we try to do it for our guests. And since you've been a supreme guest tonight, and I don't know much about you, so we made you a special Cadison. Oh, my hat. God. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's so sick. I was honestly wondering what the hell you were doing back there. I didn't think I was that boring, but whatever's back there looks super interesting. So I didn't blame you, and I didn't want to call you out. No, it's it's what I do. So like we, I I come up with an hat idea for each of the guests, and according to Sarah Spain, uh, I'm welding welding your hat right now. So amazing! <laughs> I've been working on Sarah for a while. She's uh, she's a little too goody two shoes with ESPN right now. She doesn't want to join and piss anyone off, unlike a couple of our other current ESPN colleagues who uh, are a little more badass. So well, yo, I actually so, had a follow up about that, if I may, really quick. I apologize. No, go ahead. No, um, but yeah, so I was 
scrolling through there earlier today and I saw, um, God, I was, it's Neil Verrett, Neil Everett. Uh, Neil Everett and Stanford. I said, Neil Everett, thank you, Drake. I saw him out there. And I thought that ESPN was saying no to people doing this. So what's yeah. the deal with that? Yeah, I'm kind of wondering the deal with that too. So you have two types of ESPN employees. You have the ones that bow down to the ESPN overlords and won't join Cameo. And then you have the badass ones like the Sage Steels, the Linda Cohens, the... Neil Neil Everett and Stan Verrett's like you named who are just fucking badasses don't care what the Lord has to say and they're gonna join cameo and have a great time I mean uh I don't think John Skipper's CEO at ESPN anymore but John Skipper let's figure something out man uh Way so off. Addison I, I have to point something very this is gonna be very awkward for you I'm gonna ask you this and I'm gonna give you an out did you do that on purpose I didn't do it on purpose, but now it's coming back to me what ended up happening with Skipper, and that might not have been the best route to go, but I think you're no, all- No, no, no. It's, that's not even what you did on purpose, because we, that's in the best. Skipper and Dan Lebertard are creating an entire network together that the news just broke this that's weekend. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was Skipper or another guy. I was, I'm mixing everybody up. So it's a common name. Nor Norby. Who, said, <laughs> who, who just yelled Heisner at Torque? <laughs> okay, whoever did gets the show. And Addison, look, I know you're new to the show. I promise you we're not all, the, well, we are this sarcastic. We normally wouldn't be, but bringing up Skipper two days after the news broke that he was starting a network with Dan is the ultimate Stu Gotts thing. So you and Stu Gotts were meant to do business together. I mean, he's rubbing off on me. It's, uh, it's getting bad at this point. All right, so one, um, I imagine uh, Lou and Lou Rafter and Sales will reach out to you and figure out your mailing address to get you the hat. And you can ask people like Sarah Spain, who's a badass, um, that we are trustworthy yeah. uh, to send you a hat. We're not going to send you thank, one of us. Thank you, Lou. I, I appreciate it again. That that hat is fucking awesome. I, uh, it's I, uh, on Twitter. It's, I'm Stugatz Army 790. So it's the same hashtag. It's Stugatz 790. Just put an army after the Stugatz. Okay, I've definitely already already seen you on Twitter. I might follow you. So how weird was it when you just got followed by a bunch of people? <laughs> when you say a bunch of people, I mean it was probably like of us. three, but you know, that's that's more than any normal day. So um yeah, I, I, I knew something was up because I saw a little bit of a trend. Everybody uh, you know, had something to do with Lebetard or Stugatz and and uh I mean, all the accounts are fantastic. Like I could literally spend all day just stalking each and every one of you on Twitter. It's unbelievable. So please keep it up. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a Miami guy. I was never big into the show earlier. Obviously I am now. So when, when they were first talking about me on the episode, I had a couple friends who are Miami guys and, and devoted uh, Levitard U universe listeners they hit me up and they said, hey, they're talking about you. Like, are you working with Stu Gotts or whatever? And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? They're talking about me. And that's when I learned the Lebitard show with Stu Gotts. And now we're here. I mean, I'm on this podcast. I'm giving <laughs> wisdom to you guys. I'm fucking up names left and right. I mean, this is awesome. Oh, this is, if you weren't messing up names, uh, you'd be good. You wouldn't be part of this universe. Case is from Miami. And you asked this before the show. None of us here from Miami were just a bunch of weirdos in different cities that 
love the show. So with that, though, uh, we'll put a bow on it with that. We have one last thing we want you to do for us. I want a scameo from Addison to Stugatz from Lauer After Hours as a response to him telling us that he would never come on our show, he would never be on the show, and that he would require a great amount of money that only Reddit has, just like followers. So I want you to respond and send the cameo for us. And you can go off the top of your head, two Stugatz from Cadison. Go. All right. I, I like to start off every cameo. What's up? It's Addison from Cameo. You probably didn't mean to book me, but I'm free. So here we are. This is where we found ourselves. Stugatz, I mean, what can I say? You're, uh, you're screwing me left and right here, letting all these expire. So that's been a tough start to my week, to uh, say the least. But I will put this out there. I've had the best time, probably in quarantine, honestly, with these folk here on the Lauer After Hours show. Um, we laughed. We cried. We had a great time. We've been drinking. I'm drinking on an empty stomach here. I'm actually kind of getting a little drunk, and this is like one beer in, guys. So you're getting me at the right time for this cameo. But Stugatz, I mean, first of all, let's just address the fact that you said you'd never come on the show and that you're a pathological liar. So we already know he's coming on the show at some point. There's a spin zone for you. That's number one. I'm pretty shocked none of you have figured that out yet, actually, because that is just like a telltale sign. Stugatz is literally telling you to your face that he wants to come on the show. He just needs you to tug at his dick a little bit. <laughs> and we got, we got, we got an expletive in the cameo. So we've gone off the rails here a little bit. Let's back it back up. Stugatz, this is the podcast to go on. I know you're a busy guy. I know you claim to go to bed early when all we know you're doing is just watching sports highlights and probably puffing on a little ganj at night to help you fall asleep join the show. Your caddy is telling you to, you have, I'm not going to say you followed my orders up until this point, because you clearly haven't with all these expirations. But if there's one thing you're going to do for me, since you're not making me any money while being on Cameo yet, come on the podcast, have a good time with these guys. Um, I hope they invite me back. I would love to somehow get Stugatz on here. I'm going to put in a good word for you guys. But uh, yeah, this has been a riot. Stugatz, Basically, what I'm trying to say is you're an imbecile if you don't try this out at a certain point. Cameo, scameo, done. Boom. Boom. All right, talk to you tomorrow. Great job. Great job. You crushed it. And perfect time to have you on to drop dick just because at least we can get this on before they get signed to anybody or start their company. So we can actually get that <laughs> entire sound clip on the show uh, if we do this right. So anybody that Mike Ryan here doesn't hate, uh, get that out to him. Yeah, so, feel free to blow it up. I don't think we have Mike Ryan on Cameo yet. I think that's yeah. one of the final. Is he part of the shipping container? Can I can I say he is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's executive like a producer. Yeah, he's talent. Yeah, he's the, like, he's honestly the master genius behind a lot of the things that happen that aren't organically from Dan. But hey, real, yeah. real quick, hey Murph, we're still recording. Will you open your eyes for us, please? <laughs> <laughs> Guys in his uh, something. Murph has been taking a stroll since we introduced Murph has been him. been on a stroll. Yeah, at this point, it's a hike. Like, it's been a, a quite the long stroll. <laughs> Half marathon. Uh, hey, Let man, him live. Let him live. Uh, Addison, we really do. Uh, we really do appreciate it, man. Uh, I know you have better things to do than talk to a bunch of radio nerds, but it was a good time. Not so. really. 
All right. Well, even better. <laughs> well, whenever you feel like crashing in, like I try to do to you Friday, you may, if you see a random uh, DM, I may just start asking you more questions about uh, Cameo and just join a pod. But no, honestly, man, it's been a great time and uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you guys again. This has seriously been awesome. I, I had high expectations going in. You guys blew it out of the water. Um, we're all boys. Murph, I hope you didn't take that to heart. You seem like a great dude. You had a decent question too that luckily I prepared for. Um, but yeah, I mean, thank you guys for having me on. This has been a riot. I will literally come on anytime you guys want me to. Um, yeah. Perfect. So, so you don't get to say goodbye. We get to say it this way. Uh, count of three. It's a thank you, Addison. One, two, three. Thank, thank you, Addison. Thank you, Addison. Thank you, Addison. All right. Perfect tone. Crushed it. All right, man. Have a good night. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you, bro. Guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.